Herbs the Podcast. I'm your host as always, Charborough Gigolo, with the crew, <laughs> Lee Blake, Bat Corbin, Jamal. Yes, it's still Burrow. <laughs> What's good, for? I can't complain, man. Nah, I'm good. Like you said, it's still Burrow sometimes. You're like, bro. Yo. Chilling. Let's go with y'all. Season here living the life, man. What we talking about this week? But I mean, first of all, how was y'all week, man? We in the middle of the week. We, we, we record this on Wednesday, y'all. But y'all gonna get it on a Friday. So we in the middle of the week. How is y'all week going so far? It's going good, man. Weather's nice. No heat. That's a no fact. It seems, yeah, it's nice and cloudy. Like you said, it ain't raining, but it's like you can finally see trees. They breathing again, yeah. so I know it's safe to go outside. Facts. Lee Boy, how you was feeling this week? I don't know what's going on over Man, anyway, it's it's hot as hell down here. So yeah. y'all y'all brothers blessed. You know what I'm saying? It's it's eighty five, eighty degrees, six o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? So other than that, bro, I've been grinding for the whole week, man. Like I always do. I get up every day and grind hustle. I get up every morning four thirty and I go straight to the gym. You dig what so Right. Man, I'm motivated. I'm still moving to New York. That's still coming. You know what I'm saying? Dope, dope. Up so what we talking about this week, though, fellas? How we, how we start? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into it, look, I realized I was on mute. So if y'all didn't hear me on the intro, <laughs> man, what I got to get myself together. But I said Trump got indicted, and I'm excited out here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we out here throwing up drinks, smoking, smoking to my boy Trump. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You got to go through the fire. But um, no, nah, no. Nah. We just living life, loving it. Nah, he was in the room screaming on mute. Oh, man. For sure, for sure. We was just about to dive into the first topic, though, fellas. Yeah, comedy. But yeah, you got the Drake, this and Pusha T and Pharrell. You know, and a lot of people pretty much weren't surprised about this. People know it's been a long standing beef between Drake and Pusha T, especially when Pusha T got Drake's, you know, man's in who was dying from, I forget the condition, but it was something pretty serious where it was like, saying just rap no more. So, one, do y'all think that, you know, the Drake verse that everybody's talking about, is it this? Did y'all hit what y'all, what y'all feeling, fellas? First of all, I'm going to just say, start off by saying, I could not be a rapper. <laughs> I will be beating niggas <laughs> up, son. <laughs> oh, bro! Like I, Fat I Joe in the early two thousands. Yes, Terror Squad. I don't have time to go in those. If you provoke me to that level that the Drake and Pusha T level got has gotten to, I don't have time to go sit in the studio and open my phone and write a verse. Like I'm <laughs> like, yo, where this nigga at, son? Like, uh, stop, stop playing, bro. I don't care if I gotta drive, get on the flight. <laughs> I'm gonna come find you and I'm gonna beat you up, son. I don't have time. I got I got the bill money. I got the money for the lawsuit. Stop playing with me, yo. Cause it's getting too. It's going too far between these two. No, nah, you ain't lying, man. And, and what when, I mean, and we really talking about what Pusha T did to Drake, right? Cause he took it to the next level, bro. He's the one that really took it to the next level. I believe Drake is still wounded, still hurt, still going to sleep with that damn. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Pusha T verse, that damn story added on, put his kid's name out. Oh man, you got my kid in a in a whole beef campaign? Man, um, <laughs> come on, man, that's crazy. So I don't think Drake is ever gonna get over this, man. And obviously, Pharrell and he, and is now. I mean, yeah, and now Pharrell's catching strays. I think just off the whole back and off his his pettiness. I don't think uh, I don't think Drake can ever defeat Pharrell. Uh, so I, I'm already give Pharrell the the victory in this whole battle right now. But um, I don't know, man. I just see I just see the hurt, the pain in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Dre, he gotta, he gotta fight that man. He gotta get over. He gotta get Debo back. You know what I'm saying? He gotta come back the next day and uh, come back strong. But him versus Pusha T now, I think he could have a chance there. Obviously, they can go for bar for bar, whatever. But I don't think there's any way to for, uh, beat Pharrell, his legacy, what he's offered to the game. And you know, he's gonna do it all with class. He's just gonna throw Jay Z on a verse. He's gonna throw a couple sneaks, and that's it. But it, this is the problem that people have with Drake. A lot of the the hip hop heads from you know, my era, they see Drake as when, when you get into a battle with a Meek Mill or a Pusher, you know, he he be, he get in his feelings and it's it's already it's already bad that, you know, you have this generation that feel like he's the best or he's one of the best. And people feel like, well, he can't be in the same league with a Kendrick or J. Cole. But then when you battle a Pusher T, who 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 is a, a, a real lyricist and then. You and your feelings about, you know, he put your your kid in the song and, you know what I'm saying, just doing a lot of pettiness. Why are you throwing Pharrell in that? Pharrell is, I, I love Pharrell. It's a straight. It's a straight. You you sitting, you you with that nigga, so I'm going to punch you too. Right. But, okay, but this is what I'm saying. If if he ever had to go against Black Thought, that's you have to battle the whole roots. That's a whole group. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. What does Pharrell got to do with this? Like he's in his feeling supposedly because Pharrell got the um the the offer from Louis and it wasn't Drake. I don't I don't recall Drake ever rocking that anyway. You try you play sports going up right? Yeah. You, all right, and I'm gonna put it. Uh, we all gonna be able to relate to this. When you play a team, do you beat the nigga you guarding or do you beat the whole fucking team? You beat the whole team. Yes, I get exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. They've been Pharrell and. and now, now, what what would happen now if Malice say, you know what, I'm coming back to rap. Let me go at Drake. Then you got to battle both brothers. So he would lose. No, he wouldn't. He would he lose. Had, he he got he he not- a wait, wait, what you mean? He already lost the push your T by himself. He would lose. What is, what is losing? Like, what, 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 losing but I'm thinking was- about the actual battle. If he had to actually battle both Pusher and Malice, he would lose that battle. Man, no disrespect. He already man. lost the Pusher. I, I, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna I'm say this right now. I say all the time. It's not it's not wrong being biased. Just admit to it. I am a Drake fan. I'm I'm the artist of the fucking decade. I'm not responding to Pusha T. I I would have never responded to him. Yeah, but he, responded. he is, but he is right now though. He is right now. And he did before. Yeah, yeah. When he did before, he lost that story. Like because he, he light because he light skinned man. That was the better rollout <laughs> than Adidas had. Hey, but wait, he say something that's different. But wait, Pusha T told him his hair didn't nap enough, and now he got the Pusha T braids? Come the, on, man. He got the pushbacks? I'm, I'm, he I'm, literally I'm, got the pushbacks. I'm, I'm pining with a bunch of Pusha T fans. Okay, all right. All right. All Inspiration. Right, man. That's all we're saying is he inspired that man. Oh, if, I'm man. Le- if, I'm, if, if, if Drake's LeBron, Pusha T is... He <laughs> of his own. Pusha T is hey, a soccer right, player. Push your T is Ronaldo. Stop playing. Before you finish that, before you finish that, though, look, 
Jamar. I think it's, it's a little bit because you compared it to teams. This is a little bit like, oh, you know what? I ain't going to guard Bron. Let somebody else guard. I'm going to go at this man. He going at Pharrell. Like, come exactly. on. <laughs> what is for? Are you going to bring like skateboard? You don't get no points for dropping 50 on Derek Fisher. But do that on skateboard No, 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 no. <laughs> do that on Kobe. Do it on Rick Fox, look, maybe. Look, look, Robert Horry. Look, look, in a hundred years, no, people gonna still remember who Drake is. And Pharrell. We'll, we'll see. Okay, okay. We'll and see. For, come on, child. Come on, man. God damn. I, I know you don't like the I, 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 I like Drake. I just feel like when he gets into these battles. He make himself look stupid, though. He puts himself out there. If you're not a, a battle rapper and you battling a lyricist like Pusha T, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? You better Drake, off battling Drake, Mill. Drake not trying to battle him. I think Drake is good this, enough this to hold what, his own. I this, think he's. we expect this from him, and I do think he has the caliber to hold his own. I think Pusha T got the better of him before, but I ain't going to lie. Personally, I like the fact that Drake does this because it shows as big as I am, I still respect these lanes enough. To show y'all that I'm that good. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm gonna be one thousand. I know a lot of people who say they wouldn't. I understand why. I'm saying I respect that he does. Would I personally? Who knows? But I respect that he does. If I'm right. on, if I'm on Drake team, I'm like, nigga, why are you? What the fuck, son? Like, <laughs> wait so, till Ho Nas or Lil Wayne. Wait till one of them niggas say something. You don't matter. Those guys, we know, ain't saying or that. Meek Mill. Wait, wait, though? What about Meek wait, Mill? Do you put Meek uh, Mill on the level Meek of Pusha T? No. Big Mills no. in his feeling because he was dating Nikki. And yeah, that's and, crazy. And, and, well, man, he let Drake tears that. Big Mill ain't been the same <laughs> since to me. Facts. He should have <laughs> did that same thing to push it though. He should have tried. Yeah. He didn't want to try that though. Man, you know? look, look, man. I wouldn't even respond. I'll be like, how many records <laughs> this nigga song? That's crazy. Like, he, he, but I'm it, being real. I'm, it's, it's arrogant, but bro, I'm telling you how a nigga on his level should think. I'm pretty Jay Z not gonna say nothing. Jay Z may say a line in a feature ten years from now. But what you what you what you just said? He's gonna always have that asterisk next next to his name because when people bring up Kendrick and J Cole, they're gonna say, "Oh, well, Drake sold more than them." But he he can't out rhyme none of none of them though. You know what I'm saying? That's asterisk next to their name. Kendrick don't drop enough. Jay and J Cole, my favorite rapper. J Cole got some albums I ain't really like. That's interesting. <laughs> what? Hey, that's your favorite, and you don't like his shit. No, no, I, I didn't like. I didn't like. I did not like. What's the album? The, for your eyes only. I didn't like yeah. that album. What? Like dollar? No. I thought that. You album. ain't like it either, Fine. right? It it was like two or three songs I liked on that. I don't think that was like one of his greatest well, albums. Let me say, J. Coy never. He only got like trash. five. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's that's like not four. one of his greatest albums. Like he got fifteen. <laughs> Man, Forrest Hill Drive. I mean, how many albums? Uh, Silver Silver. How many albums? Lil Wayne got. Wayne got a lot, a lot of albums. Yeah. And mixtapes. Okay. Yeah, Wayne got how a lot many of albums. Album, how many? How many albums? Not. No, no. I just dropped like ten. I ain't gonna lie. All of them years. guys we naming, like those other guys, they probably got a good twenty plus. When you Kendrick Lamar ain't got how many albums? Kendrick Lamar got. Kendrick probably albums. got what <laughs> seven, eight. Oh, I see. It's it's no, I'm not talking about no mixtape. I'm, no, I'm talking about albums because remember, he has that one, the untitled one that he made, like LeBron made him drop. Right. So he got probably like seven. Yeah. All, all, all of them classic. All of them heat. Every classic. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Every single- I'd argue yeah, every that. Single- I wouldn't say this. I'll say that you have a valid argument to say that 90 plus percentage of his work are classic pieces. Yes. Thanks. I agree. But that's what I'm saying. Kendrick don't drop enough. 
but that's I think like why it. he don't drop enough because he feel like if I did drop more, I wouldn't necessarily give you out a better music. And even that, it's like, would you rather the you know what I mean the guy who's dropping fifteen projects, but you're not gonna remember ten of them in five years? True. I, I, I remember yeah, Gucci. I, Most people don't listen to no Gucci man that dropped from two thousand. You know what I mean seven to two thousand nine no more. Not like that. Man, I see y'all, but look, man, I'm Drake, I, I'm I'm Madonna, I'm Beyonce, I'm Tupac. I'm Son said he's Madonna. You different. But I'm talking about the kind of the the it's levels to this icon shit. No, you're right. You, he push it to yeah. He's yeah. not sniffing no. Drake's no, chair. Like, he's not he's not sniffing Drake's <laughs> chair. Like I, I oh, stole I'm that from Charlemagne. Right, that nigga be sniffing chairs. Uh, yeah, he's not, he's not definitely not on his level. We're not gonna try to do that at all. No, but Pusha T can wrap his ass off. I'm not, I'm not, he's I'm, a worthy no, opponent, though. In no way, shape, or form, I know Pusha T can wrap his ass off. I like Pusha T, but man, uh, it's man, love. Remember that song, Mills made, Mills but made wait, you say, Jamar, you saying that, but he's responding to him right now, he still got he, him on I his mind. He, he light skinned, dog. I can't, I can't defend <laughs> that point, bro. I can't. I'm dark skinned. I'm man. I'm not. Oh, look, it's man. His mind. All right, I'm so we getting this skate- for a couple of years because if Jay Prince told him to stop, that's the only reason why he stopped for that little bit. Are we getting the skateboard P bars though? Do y'all want to hear the response from Pharrell? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest don't, with you. Don't. I don't. I, don't. I want to see him drop another person. And just be happy with what he's doing. Like I want to see Pharrell. him go. And- yeah, with this the Louis Vuitton thing, I, Pharrell ain't coming to drop no music. This man is fifty years old. Like at some point, it's gonna be like, do I really believe that these 52, 53 years is gonna pull up on my block and find out what I got? Probably not. Like I just, right. it, it 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 just kind of sounds a little comical. It's like, all right, Grandpa, I'm, you don't go play I'm, with the kids. I love Pharrell, but yeah, a couple years ago in the two thousands, he dropped a drama mixtape, and he was like ramming over Wu Tang beats, and he sounded horrible. I don't want to hear no response from Pharrell. <laughs> hey, boy, Pete. And even that, I think he did that at the time because it was cool. But I think, fellas, it's safe to say that Jamal, like you said, to your point, most people would agree that yeah, Drake in some ways don't got no business even doing this because you're bigger than that. But at the same time, people saying, "Hey, Pusha T's a worthy opponent." So I think it is going to be interesting to see where it goes from there. If Pharrell even releases Drake, Drake not even a rapper no more. Exactly. Some people would argue he's been, you know what I mean, pop star. He's asking for bras on tour now. So Beyonce, but, uh, Drake. Beyonce, Drake, and Bad Bunny, the three biggest artists in the world. Well, yeah, and it's crazy you say that. But, yeah, we're going to get to that keeping in music, fellas. Uh, you got Beyonce, Erica Badu, and Lizzo. Uh, to the people listening, what do these three have in common? Erica Badu has <laughs> recently called out Beyonce, pretty much saying that she's copying a style with the old Raiden hat. Or Kung Lao looking more <laughs> combat <laughs> Yeah. But as far as Beyonce goes, she hasn't said nothing about that. But what she did do is during her recent show, when there was, you know, supposed to be mention of Lizzo, she did not mention Lizzo. And this is in the midst of Lizzo's accusations for they're saying uh fat shaming within her crew She's and staff. Skinny, she's skinny, skinny shaming, shaming fat shaming, um t- making some of the workers touch people who are nude. She's saying some of them were even forced to talk about sex and being virgins and different things like that. So fellas, what do y'all think of this y'all, lawsuit? Y'all believe this, y'all what's believe going it's on? Y'all believe it's true? Oh, it's cat. I don't I- 
I think it's a money grab for sure. I mean, I think there's always some truth to it. Otherwise, it wouldn't even really get legs like that. But I believe so. The, the stories, I believe, have happened. But I believe, you know, these people are going to be complicit until they decide, like, oh, the tour is ending. Let's go ahead and try to get this bag real quick. I didn't really like Lizzo or her. Um, and so I think they kind of find these excuses to make money off things that have happened. But, if I mean, if they felt shamed, I mean, who are we to say that they can't have a lawsuit? I think it's a lot kind of crazy. I mean, it's, it'll ostracize you out the game, possibly, when you could have got another bag with Lizzo, but uh, maybe this is the bag they needed. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to let y'all go. Go ahead. Wow. I mean, I got more to say. And I heard they was eating bananas out the... Uh, y'all heard about this <laughs> next? <laughs> Any sentence with eating, you got to start that slow. You jumped in too fast. I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they was eating a whole bunch of stuff backstage and um you know Lizzo was leading the charge no but no seriously if you guys uh <laughs> hey, yo. she has a crazy interview though where she's talking about wanting to see this uh, act in front of her and she went to some sex show where they were performing the act or eating fruits out of people's private parts and I think it just sounds probable that she tried to recreate this with her own dancers and she took it too far I think it sounds. I think it sounds real. I mean, you can't make up stuff like that sometimes. You want me to be honest with y'all, man? You want me to be yeah. honest? Because yeah. society fucked up. Let's keep it a stack. If somebody, let's say hypothetically, if Ari Lennox did this, would it be such a big problem? No. You know what? Why? Why, Trump? I'm gonna let you uh, ask. He's not because she's and she's gorgeous. He's reading my fucking mind. <laughs> Because I'm gonna disagree with y'all. I'm gonna disagree. Go I thought Here's you was gonna say because the money. No, I'm gonna disagree go for go one ahead. reason. Go ahead. The the way that Lizzo specifically was at certain public functions was a big talk, you know, topic for a lot of people, and that's why people were saying these accusations specifically are so ironic because there were so many people, and I remember. I don't know what comedian it was, but they made a good point too. They was like, there was so many people that was like, oh, she should, you know, be free to express herself, this, that, and third. And he was like, and at the same time, those people who were saying, oh, Lizzo's so beautiful, this, that, and third, but none of y'all want to look like that. Just saying. Like, he was just like, y'all say that, but you know what I mean? Exactly. What are y'all really saying? Exactly. It's bro. like, she's it's preaching. She's preaching, don't police bodies, but she's policing bodies. I mean, I think that's what you're saying, Matt. But you, you think it's just because she big and ugly? I mean, wait, did I? No, say no, no, no. She, I'm, I'm Lizzo. Is, she big Lizzo and crazy is looking. Ugly. Come on, Lizzo. Lizzo is. You, a, I a didn't very say that. Woman. My bad. Nah, my nah, bad. Right, right. She's a very beautiful woman. She's very beautiful. Lizzo is not ugly at, at all. But I'm just saying, if she was smaller, all this shit, shit like this wouldn't even be. A, all I'm uh, saying is women are liars, Lee boy. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying okay. that a lot of homegirls will be saying you so cute. It's like if they look like you, they be crying <laughs> in the mirror and be looking like I'm ugly. But they tell you you cute, so you can still come out with us. That that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a that's, lot to say about this. So she's big and beautiful, right, Jamar? Right. But right. if she was a little slimmer, this wouldn't even be a story. If she was slimmer, I'll take her down. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm talking about these allegations, though. Why are they doing Lizzo like this? Why are they putting one of our black superstars already out, hanging her out to dry, just like they Damn. did the baby? I mean, it seems like as soon as they come out, but they, like this for all out. the stuff the baby did, and we knew, you know, I mean, he was acting with the gun. They ain't never say the baby told somebody to get naked. Like that's different. Like, this wow. is like this is a lot. Had to get a CDL, man. They were trying. 
<laughs> just imagine, just like I don't know how real it is, but it is a little funny to me to just imagine Lizzo in the room when these people talking about getting naked, and they be like, I don't want to. And this is like, nah, get naked. Like what? Nah. <laughs> Oh my! I, in fact, I got I got an insight on her last tour. I got some people that was on the tour, some background singers. I I could definitely throw out a little feeler and just tell you know if anything strange happens, just send me this emoji and we can uh, I'll run with the story. So I'll, I'll keep y'all updated on that. Not I'll run with the story. But, but Lizzo, Beyonce took Lizzo out of one of her. Apparently, Beyonce mentioned Lizzo in one of her songs. Y'all know what song it is? I do not. And when she. And, but she was, when she was performing, because of course Beyonce is on tour. When she was performing, she took her name out of the part. She say her name, so when, right. you know when she, you know Beyonce, Jay Z don't do man. When she she ain't say it, I'm like, oh shit, this shit might be true. Wait, she did it after this the allegations or? Yeah, yeah, I just seen I seen a clip of it today. Let um, let me let me ask you guys something though. Suppose the accusations are real and Lizzo did this as a like reverse psychology thing where. Maybe when 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 she was younger, she got you know uh, uh teased for her weight, and she was she wanted to do that with these these skinny um dancers or whatever. Maybe true. She may have some some issues. Who knows? I gotta be real with you. That that sounds even more crazy. Personally, like my, I'm like, are, are you lost your mind? But um, if if that's the case, I guess it makes some sense of it all. But yeah, that that's just I just feel like that throws another what the f layer in all of this. To be honest with you, and I think in general, you know, to be what should be learned from this whole issue right now is that. Man, you got to be careful when you're out there just putting out political statements and trying to be like a spokesperson for what's right. And, you know, she's done a she's had a lot of battles with people online. Some might be self-inflicted. Some she might be responding to. But I think just her overall personality and her uh, always offering her opinion on so many different topics in in the public is what's leading to the scrutiny. So, I mean, hopefully she get through it because I just hate to see another black person get teared down as soon as they actually build something up. But um, if you know if right is right and wrong is wrong, so she got to pay. Go ahead, just yeah, write she was check. on live. When she was on, on live eating Oreos and mustard. I'm gonna be <laughs> talking about she on a diet that turned me off, like from a person like Lizzo. Like I tell people, and a lot of people probably did too, because it was just like, who do you like? I've seen some very strange food combinations, but stuff like that. All I'm thinking is my <laughs> stomach has to be doing like a rocket, ready to explode. Like there's no way. There's no way nah, you about to blow like a hole in my toilet using it like with come on. Hey, but like Oreos and nigga, Oreos <laughs> and mustard is vegan though, bro. That's for sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's like a vegan you're supposed to do. Like you're not like Jewish people not supposed to do milk and meat. I think that's nah, that's like on the same playing field. Yeah, she she nah, she different. Shout out to Lizzo man. <laughs> nah, facts. Like I said, if she is innocent, this is foul. Definitely, like you said on the money grab side, but it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to unpack. I mean, you, know you got to expect some freaky stuff to be happening around Lizzo. She talks a lot about sex. She, you know, looks like she's a wild person, has fun. So you would think, like, the dancer would be like, oh, this is my tour. This is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be hitting, you know. She talks a lot of freedom and, and body experiments and all this, all that stuff. So you got to think that the, the dancers got to be somewhat with that lifestyle. I don't know. Obviously, they're not agreeing to be, like, you know, assaulted, sexually assaulted, but... but let me let me like play. Let me play devil's advocate though. Like M Missy was big as well when she first came out, and we never heard of no wild, crazy tales that you know that she was doing like like Lizzo. I think for Missy, it was all about the music, and and uh, Lizzo is talented and she's a great artist. But I think her antics 
mm-hmm. outside of the music is is that's what she's gonna be remembered for. We live in a different time too. Social media didn't exist in ninety eight, ninety seven when Miss Elliott came on. Right. I was gonna say, I think that makes a big because even some of the stuff we know about of our favorite rappers and whatnot, if that happened in the you know era where there was fifty five news publications posting about it all day, and we it'd be a much different like even. Max, you know what I mean? As much as I personally love him, yeah, I know the world would look at somebody like that much different. If he really came up with social right. media was just from day one. Shout out to Miss Elliott too, girl. You look, you look good. I just want to say yeah, that. Super duper fly. Oh yes, she do. And relax with the antics, Lizzo, and uh, we didn't even talk about Erica Badu, but she's reaching too. So just yeah, I think Erica Badu was reaching about the Beyonce stuff with the hat. I, think, I mean, what you gonna do though? You is it's not no money attached to that. So we can't borrow your style and get and be inspired. Like this is like why you gotta put her of, out there? Like I don't this, know. This is like two of my favorite teams playing, and I don't know who to shoot a roof for. I was like, oh fuck! Like I woke up that day, I was like, what? Boy, this was random. Like well, what's going on? Uh, but I don't know if everybody doing or Beyonce got because she mentioned everybody doing the song too. So maybe it's a, a a way to show love. Who knows? I don't right. know how their relationship is. It might be a nod to her, and she out here making herself, cutting herself off, ostracizing herself in the game. Well, we got to see if that. Erica Badu's not at the next Rock Nation brunch. That answers our question. Oh, <laughs> is she ever though? They don't. No. And see if she's never. That's another question. If she never is as big of a legend as she is in the game, you know what I mean? It makes you wonder. It's like, have they ever been cool? Is that not a thing? Erica Badu would just do a random concert on a Tuesday in Dallas. That's just how she is. You know what right. I'm saying? So I don't think she would care if she had the Rock Nation brunch. No, I don't, I don't know. I'm going so to assume. I'm going to just assume. That. But you I know? will say, if they was cool, you'd expect that she might be there at least one of these. Because the fact that all of y'all was like, man, she ever been there? I thought the same thing. Like, I've never seen a picture of her at one of them. They both from Texas, man. So I hopefully it's just petty uh, social media nonsense. Because you internet ate that up. I start seeing yeah. vlogs, hip hop DX. I'm like, oh man, y'all turning this shit back like this Biggie Tupac or something, dog. Yeah, fact, <laughs> and they both legends, but fellas, speaking of legends, I want to move on to two more legends, possibly. You had this week, Boosie said that he's bigger <laughs> in the South than Jay Z, and the internet lost their fucking minds. Fellas, what do you think? <laughs> y'all, y'all go ahead, man. Y'all want y'all go ahead, dog. I mean, Boosie in his own head, right? Like, you know. The world is how you see it, I guess, from your own perspective. If that's how he feel, if that's what he see when he out in the street, right? Because he ain't there when Jay-Z out in the street. So all he going by is when he hit the street in the South, he like, okay, they going crazy. But I think he going crazy. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Um, no, I think, obviously, Boosie's a legend. I think there should be mad respect to him as far as, uh, you know, his what he's done in the music game, I guess, I really look at him more as a as a personality, though. I don't really put him up there as far as bars and being one of the top rappers. He's a great personality in the game. And so I just think he should just, you know, find his lane and stay there and stay out of Jay-Z's lane. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean. It, it, it's like the topic we started this pod with, with the, the, the uh, well, to a, it, it's the same, but it's different. It's like, oh, uh, Jay-Z, like you don't think of one when you think of the other, right? You know right. what I'm saying? He like, trying to I, he trying to attach himself to Jay, like <laughs> right. And, and I'm from Louisiana, so I can say you know what I'm saying. I remember when he was local and he was up and coming, 
he he has a huge fan base in the South, especially in Louisiana. Like that's a fact. But but bro, everybody in the South don't think like that. Like I never thought you was better than Jay Z. Like ever. Like Boosie in my top ten as far as Louisiana rappers. But as far as my all-time rapper, Boosie not even in my top forty. Damn. And Jay Z, Jay Z in my top five. Same. And this is a person born and raised in Louisiana saying this. Like I hate when people speak for all Southern people. Uh, when we when we talk about comparing somebody to Jay Z, we say Wayne, Nas, somebody of that. We was talking about calibers at the beginning of this episode. This was calibers levels, man. And, and I don't think he bigger than Jay Z in the South. Just maybe in bad orders. I was gonna say I would have expected more of it, like you said. There's other rappers, even from when we was coming up. If you would have said like a Ti or Jeezy, it would have made a little more sense. But my right. biggest thing with with Boosie is nobody or Jay Z at least. I I don't think he would refer to himself as I'm the Boosie of the North because like people will laugh at you <laughs> only because <laughs> like what. <laughs> So to me, the fact that you have you said you Jay Z of the South, that that tells it all. That, that's very clear that you, you know, what I mean, you're second tier behind this guy and probably a lot of other guys. But like you say, uh, Lee Boy, like you said, he's more of a personality. I feel like, especially to this generation, because yeah, these kids they know some of the certain songs, and especially if you Greek HBCU, shout out to all HBCUs, wipe me down, is you know, what I mean, you hear that just as much as biblical stuff over there, but. Yeah, like you said, he can't speak for the South because there's too many other rappers, even as a person coming from North New York, that we like it. We listen to way more. And we know that when we talk to and we see other people from the South, these are the people they mention. They are not mentioning the new Boosie mixtape or whatever that just dropped. I think he dropped like a first day out. I ain't hear a soul talk about that. I don't even think, you know what I mean? His people talked about it online. They just, all life. Um, and it's really more even about his voice. I mean, I don't want to get this. It should not be a Boosie roast roasting session. But uh, that was funny as hell that you said Jay-Z of the North. Because it's like, bro, um, you're not even top 10 of your own state. Like, trying to compare yourself to Jay, who would be number one of his state, of the North, of the whole country. And you're not even really hardly, just, just in bad Rouge. And then on top of that, like, he's really known Really, really known for his voice. I N D E E Like it's not even bars. Right. It's bro, white man. That like we kind of make nigga sounded like a ninja turtle. White man. <laughs> Didn't he say he was a ninja turtle or something? I don't know. Yeah, uh, bro, <laughs> like that, like the, the lingo in Baton Rouge is crazy. Like he, he is a in Baton Rouge. He is a god, bro. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. He is, bro. Like that's his city. And Kevin Gates and NBA Youngboy from Baton Rouge, but for some reason, Boosie. Baton Rouge, he is a guy. He he right, but Baton Rouge is one that's a, city. That's a small city, and uh, but, but that haircut too. That haircut put him on the map too. So shout out to the haircut. Oh no, yeah, the fade Boy. is iconic. I give it yeah, to. Him. I was fade, living in Baltimore yeah. at the time and. Even them kids there, they had it. The baby, he was like, man, like it was kind of like them how the Philly kids be with like beards. You be like, man, everybody got it. That Boosie fade had had him in a chokehold. I had the Boosie fade a couple times. I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> Triborough had the Boosie fade too. Yes, I had that. I definitely had that. Oh shit! I'm the only one who didn't. <laughs> man, you one from? You from Louisiana? Uh, man, I, like know, I, of, I know. I'm you ain't good. even putting on for the home team? Wow. Uh, the semi-fade is the closest I ever got to that. You know what I'm saying? I'm good <laughs> on that. Uh, it's always fresh, though. That nigga, yeah. like, every time you do an interview, like, he just left the barbershop. You know yeah. Shout out to that, though. Shout out nah, to that. Nah, he really do. Bussy stay fresh, man. 
He's still wearing the same jerseys though from like 20. <laughs> he still got on them same loud red shorts. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? Boosie remind me of a few older stars across just different genres where you could tell certain people it's like they don't care about quote unquote fashion. It's just more or less, am I gonna wear something tight versus baggy? But as far as the colors they like, they'll put on anything. Cause that's how Boosie got in trouble with that Kappa situation. Cause it's just like he like, yeah, I'm in the mall. Whatever look nice with these sneakers, I'm putting it on. He don't care. Oh, yeah, and a, and a thousand chains. Don't forget that he's still yeah, rocking them chains. I know they neck be hurting with all them chains. I'll be like, I can't him, do it. Him and Vlad might as well just start a podcast at this point, right? Uh, well, it's uh, only gonna Vlad. last a couple months. He about to go away, ain't he? Boosie, damn, damn, yeah, he, he always uh, about to fucking go away. He, yeah. he going away, away though. I mean, it, it might be another 10 years, bro. I mean, I wish the best for him. I think, I think he really made a mistake by not pivoting and, and just leaning on being a personality, getting a podcast, getting a reality show on one of these networks. I hear he had offers that he was turning down, but he just wasn't willing, I think, to like corporatize himself. And I think he really missed the opportunity because he could have been a T.I. and made that transition and, and really been a darling of the, the media. Right. But in, instead, he decided to keep going with the niggatry. And, you know, we need to move. Come on, my people, man. Boosie, you're supposed to be a good example, man. I looked up to you as far as that. But um, yeah, yeah. backslide, man. We, man. we just eating it on this podcast. We're not eating it in real life no more like that. Right, that's, right, right. That shit training, bro. I'm good. On when, I, when we when we done recording, I'm going to sleep like a normal civilian. I'm like... Well, you gotta learn when it's all right. That's enough. That's enough for that, man. You got. You I don't got know about y'all. I, I do everything like a normal civilian to anybody listening. I don't know what what they do, but yeah, I, I don't <laughs> jaywalk. I cross when the cross work sign come on. I know. Yeah. So. Seatbelt right on. Soon as I sit. Sometimes I wait. Soon too. as I sit down. Yeah. yeah sometimes I wait. It depends too. on if I got a, it depends on if I got a fresh haircut or not. Uh, That's comedy. <laughs> I when I got a haircut, cut. I do what the fuck I want. Right? <laughs> Nigga, no, nigga. I cross when I want. <laughs> Overall, nah, I will man. say this though. Sometimes like this, it just shows you celebrities just like more just humanizing them, just showing they have the wild delusional taste, just like your neighbor. But keeping it on celebrities, fellas, I just want y'all, you know, do you think these celebrities, some of them are frauds? And this question pretty much comes, if y'all may or may not know to those listening, Bow Wow recently this past week, he has been sued for taking allegedly $3,000 from a uh, child star singer and pretty much not giving the money. And then DJ Envy has also been pretty much scrutinized in the news by the likes of Rick Ross and others. As they're saying, he may be part of uh, what they're saying, a Ponzi scheme related to a real estate deal where I believe people were supposed to be getting houses and apartments and whatnot in Patterson, New Jersey that were cheap. And so it just makes you wonder, do you think, especially now, where, you know, obviously we know where the money's at, the economy, that some of these celebrities are frauding you know, people, which I think. Mm. Man, it's hard to keep up with that lifestyle, ain't it? Like, <laughs> you looking like you get money and you got to keep up that persona and people expect that from you. I think the, you know, it's real easy to fall into a a, a scheme that's going to get you the dollars you, you need. Another example that was G Herbo getting sins. I think he's getting sins to like almost five, 10 years, credit card scams. We heard some, some, uh, might've been some BS about uh Kanye and election fraud. But in general, like, People just putting out these these personas that they really can't match up to in real life. But uh, you got to do what you got to do to keep that engine running. How tall is Bow Wow? About five, 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 four. I'm not. I'm not letting no nigga five, four steal three thousand dollars from me. Oh no, it's a kid. It's a kid. Like this was like a, a real kid. 
right. I, I know, but still, he, the kid probably taller than him. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, man, I don't know what the fuck going on. I don't know what's been going on with that dude lately, man, for the past 10 years, to be honest. It's like, yeah. he, he, he randomly, like, flashed out on Jermaine Dupree, like, the person who wrote all his hits. Like and celebrity, I, I'm don't be real. I hate celebrities to be honest. Hate is a strong word. I ain't, you know what? Hate is a too strong of a word. I just like celebrities a lot, and I'm around them. Not I'm not around them a lot, but when I do producing job, I'll be around them for a good amount of time. Like I, I just oh man, the arrogance, bro. I have never the arrogance with a lot of them. Now some of them are cool as hell. Of course, yeah. I'm not talking about every celebrity I've met. But the majority of them, bro, I'm like, oh, I don't give a fuck who you are. That's what I want to say in my head. Like, they had this energy in this city. And they, they lies. They, they, uh, to be honest, a lot of them not good people, bro. So they will steal from your ass just off of the fact that you in awe of their presence. Or you think, oh, that's Bob Wow. He wouldn't steal from me. Shit. Right. That's a fact. Yeah. I feel like that'd be a lot of people's mentality. Shit. That's all I, I don't know, man. Uh, they not the best people all the time. So, Trabar, what you thinking, man? I think um, see, I've I've met celebrities. You know, there's some that was very nice, and there was some that wasn't. And I I think some there's some celebrities that they really living their true life on on when you see them in in, the, uh, in public. And then there's those celebrities that they do anything for clout. And I I think at this point for Bow Wow, I think. I have I don't remember the last hit Bow Wow had, and and for him to be wilding out in the media, well, and that's why they're robbing people, man. <laughs> yeah. so, believe that I'm like, cause cause he we we were supposed to do an interview with him, and he wanted us to pay him for the interview, and it, which is wild I mean, for me. It, 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 nah, son, celebrities like that, it, it makes sense. I knew that was coming, but I didn't want right. to pay it. <laughs> yeah. so. You know, but I, yeah, I, I believe that. I believe that there's celebrities that they like that type of attention, and they they really would, you know, rob a kid for for their money. Hell yeah, that's an easy target up. right there. Look, <laughs> I was to say, I just think it's messed up when it be these celebrities that people's looking like. Not only I don't think they would do it, but the amount of money you assume they have. Like, obviously, I hope you know the envy situation is not true, but yeah, people's looking at bro on radio. I mean, syndicated shows nationwide. So people was looking like they shocked that you were, you know, allegedly t- million along with, you know, your business cohort. So that's why to me it's even more wild. And obviously, heard years ago about the different artists, especially rappers, they'd be like, yo, you know what I mean? Put you on this mixtape. And then, you know, they be talking to you, gassing you. And the next thing you know, they're like, yeah, but you just, for $2,000, you could be track seven with a bunch of these other unknown niggas. And it's just like, wait a minute. Like, you ain't got. N- I can't, nah, no space. So it's just like, it's kind of bad to me the fact that people really just worship some of these celebrities in this way because it's like, by that means, I feel like they should be able to be sued for some of this. It's almost like you brainwashing people. Oh, yeah, uh, man. Just and beat them, just beat them up. Uh, I'm going to catch you in the club in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Turn it up. Huh? Uh, yeah, a good time, ain't you? Yeah. Stay right there. I mean, and just to play devil's advocate, too, you know, these people could always put out claims just to make somebody look bad or try to get it back. We just seen Lil Meech got a, well, 
<clears throat> he had a lot of shit going on this week, but he also got accused of dodging, I think, two club appearances up in New York, which is just crazy. And so um, people calling him a fraud for that. And, you know, he got a whole background with switching jewelry and crazy stuff anyway. But um, I, don't, I don't know. These also could just be stories of people trying to get themselves elevated in the media and making someone else look bad. So just to play devil's advocate, you know, we give celebrities they're just doing the court of uh, public opinion. So. Man, I owe 50 Cent a huge apology. You was wrong? That? No, because when I was a kid, I just thought he was mean for no reason. But <laughs> now, now you know. Now you adult, know. And, yeah, and now that I'm an adult and I've dealt with celebrities some, uh, uh, to an extent, I see why he mean to them niggas. <laughs> I swear. I'm like, yo, these niggas are jerks. And they, 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 they full of shit, bro. So I used to think, man, he was so. I used to think he was bullying people for no reason growing up. Right. Like I didn't, and I didn't understand Fifty Cent's way of thinking until I got older. Like now, nah, everything he say, like, my nigga, you got a point. Like, uh, it, bro, look, man. I mean, I feel that way about yeah. a lot of people where it's like, yeah, I yeah. feel like certain things until you get into such and such shoes or like you said, you know, just until coming of age, yeah, you'll never understand, which is why certain people, my thing was, if somebody's consistent in what they do, I want to know more. Because even to do something right. consistently that's terrible towards a group of people, you got to fundamentally really believe in your heart of hearts. This is your, you know, your duty. And it's like, I got to understand your side in your mind that this is my duty. I want to know. Because right. even even if, if 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 you break into somebody's house, right? If somebody breaks into your house and you kill him, you feel like you're doing justice. Like in your head, you think, man, he tried to he breaking my house, tried to kill me. I, I killed him before he killed me. That's just alleged. I'm just hypothetical. You feel like you did something you were supposed to do in your mind. So every, everybody everybody has a way of thinking. So you know what I'm saying. I guess help them sleep better at night. Thanks. Yeah, fellas. Speaking of everybody having a different ways of thinking, moving on to the NFL, there's been a big conversation about the running back position and whether or not it's devolving in the NFL. Uh, somebody like Saquon Barkley pretty much signing for the $11 million for the one year, pretty much just to show, like, yeah, I really feel like I'm worth more, but at this point, it's like, whatever, because I want to play football. So, fellas, do you think it's devolving? Uh, who do you think is at fault here? And, you know, where do we go from there as far as running? I think... um. It's the position, it's being devalued because of we see so many quarterbacks now in this era that not only can they throw, but they can run as well. And you know, when you when you see um Cam Newton when he used to play for the Panthers, he was he was gained he had more yardage than his own running back. You know what I'm saying? When you look at Lamar Jackson, he had more yardage than the running backs on on the Ravens. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Also, I feel like they have to go back in the CBA and and have a, a type of agreement where the running back has to get the same type of money that the quarterback is getting. Because without the running back, if you if you have a quarterback that can't run and he could just stay in the pocket like Brady and just throw, your your team is going to be done. And and for whatever reason, I don't know what it is, but the the position is like they it's like ignored now. It's all about the quarterback and the wide receiver on offense, and that's it. But I feel like. Saquon is without Saquon last year, the Giants would have made the postseason. Let, let's be real about that. Daniel Jones is not a elite quarterback. You know, um, I don't care for him. I, I still feel like without Saquon, we wasn't going to the postseason last year. And that man needs to be paid. He needs the bag. And, um, it, you know, the, the whole thing in Indianapolis with John 
from Ursay. That's ridiculous. And they saying that he was injured. He's saying he was never injured. You know, pay pay the running backs their money. They deserve it. They, no, they, no, no, they no. How? Let me tell you. Let me tell you why, bro. You know why running backs are devolving in this era, bro? Mm -hmm. It's because the last a thousand yard rusher that won the Super Bowl was Legarius Blunt, and you know he liked to punch people. Right. <laughs> name name uh, elite superstar running back. The last elite superstar running back to win a Super Bowl or be on a Super Bowl winning team. You can't. Right. There's Blunt, and he followed the play. You can't, bro. He was the last one, and he wasn't a superstar running back. And if super teams are winning Super Bowls with with the running back by committee now, it's it's two or three running backs that they pay one two million dollars a year, and on top of that, running backs don't a lot of running these running backs don't know can't pass block, and they can't catch out the backfield. So if you're a running back who can't pass block or catch out the backfield, you done. Because their their position it peaks at four five years. They 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 best in their first contract. And on mm. top of that, bro, they get injured most because they get hit the most. That, bro, if you're not Christian McCaffrey or Alvin Kamara, you don't you hey, you, you done, bro. You the, done. Christian McCaffrey has been injured before. He's been yeah, injured, and so right. Mm. But guess what he can do when he, when he when he helps. He can also he can run the ball. And guess what he what he's great at. Catching out the back, he be down there receiving. And so can Saquon. Saquon has done that. They, they, right. the Giants don't have no, no uh, big time receiver on that team. It's, it is Saquon that was providing the offense last year. Oh, I, I agree with you on Saquon. I think the Giants. We honestly only did what we did with Saquon because we, and I'm a Giant fan. We overpaid Daniel Jones. If I'm being real with you, exactly. exactly. No, no, <clears throat> no, just to piggyback off Jamar, because you actually have the same exact point that I have was if you just look at the two Super Bowl teams last year, Chiefs and Eagles, right? I mean, Miles, didn't they let go of Miles Sanders already? Yeah, they let yeah, go. So like <laughs> they they actually they don't need nobody to even get to the Super Bowl. You don't need a, a, a single a single running back and they're just going to keep continuing with the whole committee thing. I mean, I feel bad for Jonathan Taylor. For sure. Um, What's the running back for the Raiders? Josh Jacobs has he signed? Josh it? Jacobs. You gotta feel bad for the. You gotta feel bad for the top tier guys. I mean, I know Zeke. I mean, I'm a Cowboy fan. I know Zeke's not there, but just to see his immediate fall from grace after getting 880 yards, 12 touchdowns last year, it's like, damn, I don't got no value. Um, yeah, that, that's crazy. It's kind of his, him, and Le'Veon Bell's fault that this shit is happening too. Yeah, they played. I can their see your point from from a certain standpoint. I I see what you're saying. Running backs played their cards wrong for a, a you know, and they, they was going for too much. But I guess at the same time, you know, you got to get it while you can. But like you said, they really messed up the game for this crop of running backs because uh, with the rules going the to, to favor backs, quarterbacks running more. Like you said, quarterbacks to get thirty to forty percent of the yards for a team. Why would I pay someone ten to fifteen million dollars per year? I already have so much wrapped up in my quarterback that's running, and it just makes sense to spread the money around when you could literally just have a running back of committee. Because really, the, the the position is about attrition. We just need rookies right. that can keep their legs running. I I would draft a rookie. I would draft a rookie running back every year every if I was year. the NFL team, exactly. and see if I can get them in the rotation. The same way uh, Tony Pollard is about to kill on the Cowboys this year. I think he's making eight hundred thousand or something like that. That's what I would be doing with my team. So I and mean, he, he clearly was the better back, right? Like right. it was clear as day. And 
a rookie, a young running back, just happy to be on a roster, bro. He like he ain't tripping on making that one million dollars. Now, if when his contract up in four years and he made a couple of Pro Bowls and stuff, he might feel a different way. But when you when you draft when you draft a running back in the second round and he making six hundred thousand, bro, he he not tripping, not sweating that, and he giving you five hundred yards. And the backup running back gave you two hundred, and the third string running back gave you one seventy. That's a thousand yeah. yards almost together as a committee. And he gave you a two hundred yards receiving on the year. And the other one gave you a hundred, and the other one gave you one eighty receiving. Dog, you I'm not paying you a hundred thousand dollars. You you rush for fourteen hundred yards one year. I pay you a hundred thousand dollars for that. You come and rush for eight hundred. No, I'm not talking about Zeke. I'm just saying the next year. No, it's just it's like the center in the NBA, bro. If the center's in the NBA now, if they can't shoot and can't guard out there, they they unplayable. Right. If they can't guard a high pick and roll in the NBA now, or they don't got no jump shot, they don't play in the NBA. The center in the NBA and the running back in the NFL is the same position. I think it's true, but I think even with the center in the NBA, I think you can kind of disprove that in ways because people used to say that in the NBA about the mid-range shot for a long time, but a guy like mm-hmm. DeMar DeRozan can still make an all-star team because he's like, cool, I'm going to take the shot that nobody's using, but I'm going to shoot 60-plus percent from here because most guys is not even learning how to play defense on me shooting here. So I feel like it's one of them things where it's like if it works for you, even like the hook shot, I think it was Chet Holgram or one of these players was talking about learning this. I feel like it's the same thing in the NFL where it's like, like y'all said, yeah, the NFL may be favoring, you know, the pass and whatnot, but if you're, you know, a running back and you know you could pick up you know, five, six yards of carry, that to me becomes really valuable now when teams yeah. are not necessarily training their defense all season to get ready for that because on the other opposing team, they don't have a guy, like you said, worth 10, 15 million that's about to run down. Like I said, you think of a Marshawn Lynch and guys in past, like to me, that's something that changes the Super Bowl because these little trick plays and all that, it's cool, but it's like, yeah, realistically, a guy who can get the ball from this, you know, quarterback right here and just create 11 to 20 yards, that to me still has value. But, and then on top of that shit, man, you running backs want to get paid or you want to be on the roster, nigga, learn how to pass block, especially on third down. That's very true. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just to just to rebuttal what you say, I'm sorry to do it to you, Matt, but you Pat Pat Mahomes is disproving that though. It's not really valuable, unfortunately, in the playoffs, just because I feel like the way the game is being called, you know, guy like Pat Mahomes is just creating with his tight. The tight end is becoming more valuable. These wide receivers are also running the ball. So it's it's a difficult, it's difficult all around. But I think in general, though, running backs, if they just concentrate on the guaranteed money and take down the salary because the thing is you're going to get hurt in two years anyway. So why don't you just guarantee, get yourself some guaranteed money? Maybe it's only 5 million a year, but you know what? These 5 million for five years, I'm guaranteeing myself 25. I think that might be a, a better way for them to do it strategically, but who knows? I mean, I'm not mad at that. Exactly. They're going to get hurt. That's the problem. They're going to get hurt and they're asking for a hundred million. Like, come on. Come on, Zeke. You couldn't even play the full contract. Like, you couldn't. It's going to take a position, like, because there's only one dead carry in the league. Tennessee, I would say the Tennessee Titans and the New York Giants are the only two teams who often rely around their running backs. Right. right. So in the NBA, it's going to take another Giannis, another Jokic, Embiid. For that, that big man position to come back because now the team's like, yep. how the fuck we gonna stop him? Right. But all those guys I just named, I saw Greek Greek, but he, he he got better at jump shooting. Giannis, uh, Giannis, Jokic, and B, they all got a jump shot. They all got a soft touch too. 
even mm-hmm. though they can't get on a on a block and uh go to work, pause. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's just gonna take another a person to come in and be like, oh shit, like still, like like all right, man, we we gonna we gonna have to match their shoes. You know what I'm saying? I agree. So, I, agree. I will say this though, fellas. I'm um, speaking of, like y'all was just talking about, you know, running backs getting hurt, getting hurt. This big boxing fight that people was waiting for. You had Errol Spence. You had Terrence Bud Crawford. Ninth round TKO. Uh, the first knockdown was in the second round, and y'all know there was two in the seventh. A lot of controversy with people like Kenny Porter was online saying he wouldn't have let the fight go that far. Obviously, there was a rematch clause, fellas. What's your takes? What's your thoughts? I yo, I I love Earl Spence. I've seen most of his fights. I think that clearly was his worst fight ever. You know what I'm saying? Because he never lost before then, and he I don't know. Like people were saying, Mayweather beat. He got beat. The yeah, fuck up. Mayweather was saying that it, that he he put on too much weight for the fight, and like the way that he was um uh in the ring against um uh, Crawford, he was like coming down to Crawford. Like his his head was down. And it, it made Crawford, uh, it gave Crawford an easy target. But I, to me, I was picking Crawford before the fight. I said Crawford is the best boxer in the sport right now. He like he 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 took the mantle from Mayweather after he was left, and it was just a great uh, it was a great fight for Crawford. But if I was um Spence, I wouldn't be rushing back to have a rematch because I, I remember when Tyson Fury fought Deontay Wilder and Wilder <laughs> that rematch. And he got his ass kicked too. So don't be so quick to take the rematch. All three of those fights, just saying. But anyway, yeah, yeah, do a tune up yeah. first, and then you come back. And if, if at the time you know you, uh, then you could fight Crawford. But I think Crawford at this point, I don't know who he would fight. You know, people saying, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh Tank Tank Davis. Tank, yeah. You know, I heard um uh, Keith um Thurman. So I I don't know, but I you know congratulations to Crawford. You brought up Keith Thurman. Uh, y'all heard Clarissa Shields? She uh called out Keith Thurman at one fifty four. But anyway, um, as far as this fight, the, the Hearns versus Martin fight, um, this was, I just feel bad for my guy. Uh, <laughs> y'all remember that was Tommy Hearns, right? Man, that beat up man. Martin in the episode. He was dead <laughs> too. They showed him before that one last that night too. Bro, Spence head looked like it was about to burst like a tomato, bro. He was turning bright red. I think they really should have stopped the fight earlier. I think he is he like throwing a damn towel. I, I think he's before. critically hurt. I think he's critically hurt. I don't think he ever fully recovered from the the car accident. If you got ejected from a damn Lambo or whatever happened to him, I don't know how you could ever really be the same other than them saying that he is. But I think, um, you know, some people, some experts even said he looked high coming into the the ring. He looked like just not very, um, just didn't look ready for the fight. And I think him getting knocked down in the second kind of shows that he was just outclassed because you're not supposed to be going down that early. And it was just all downhill from there. The way he double hooked him down a couple times. And it was just, it was, just, I just felt bad for the brother. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he de- should hop back in the ring with Crawford. Um, and a lot of people are saying that he should retire. I don't, I don't know how you guys feel about his overall health and how he was coming to the fight. Do you think he was 100%? I know the car crash was a long time ago, but. You might not ever fully recover from something like that. Uh, I don't feel bad for that nigga. He was popping off at the mall. <laughs> Yo, you're a savage. Uh, man, fuck that. Yo, all right. Man, you you been you been you been avoid fighting me for five years, son. Mm-hmm. When I get in that yeah. ring, I'ma hurt I'ma hurt you, bro. I'ma put my hands all on you. 
so he got it. He got his ass whooped, bro. Like I wouldn't want to fight that nigga no more. Nigga beat me up like that, man. <laughs> go, <laughs> go home, bro. Go chill, chill, son, chill. Man, go enjoy your money, enjoy your life, man. Don't fight that man no more. That man gonna beat you up again. Chill, man. son. You don't, you ain't, you don't want no smoke. I do think it was definitely a really bad first loss because I will say compared to uh, Wilder versus Fury, Wilder, at least the first one, it was like they was able to give it a you know a draw just because it was somewhat closer, but not really. And then after that, like I said, he just got man, severely Wild, abused. Wilder sent black people back 20 years, man. I think, I think he lost in Black History Month, too. One of them, like he got yeah, in February. Bro. I said, what yes, type bro. of? This wasn't yeah, Martin's had... dream. Didn't he have on the Wakanda fit and all kind of yeah, shit? Like, yeah, he went. And I haven't watched that movie bad. since, cause you mean, you know what I mean? Cause he, he <laughs> blew beneath us to say. In the living room, sitting quiet. We was quiet. I mean, silent. He had us stunned. Wasn't nobody even joking online, like, cause everybody, the whole black community had been on Wilder, so it was no jokes. Wasn't nobody. If you said Tyson anything, you was getting jumped. But um, needless to say, I think um, uh, speaking of Triborough earlier, I think Boots is a good one. Um, Jerome Ennis out of Philly, I think that's a good one. But I feel like the weights is the issue because for Crawford, a lot of people I was hearing was saying Tank, but Tank right now, 135, 140. If Crawford goes up to 154, it doesn't work. Same thing with Boots. It's like Boots is going to be at 147, so that's the issue. And then people are saying Canelo, but Canelo's not coming all the way down to 154. So I think the weight is really going to be a lot of issues for whoever his next opponent is. But overall, like I said, both of them is champions. If I'm spent, I'm saying, yeah, maybe you consider retirement, but realistically, I think as a you know champion who this is your first loss, I can see why he's like, nah, I'm going to give myself another chance. And because it was in their contract, I'm definitely looking forward to hopefully in December seeing yeah. you know, a rematch at this point. To- I thought that man was about to body slam that man next. Like, <laughs> no, I believe it. It definitely was bad. It was bad. Nigga, but man. I respect them. Even if, even one thing I will say too is if they do the rematch at 154, because that was one thing, you know, definitely people were saying that, you know, God, he might have been drained. I think if you lose this bad at 154, you don't talk at all no more. But at least at the next one, if you could pull off a win at 154, the trilogy gets interesting. Yeah. Man, I, he he lost the whole world watching. Man, I remember I, I got in a fight in the fourth grade, bro, and my mom and I was losing till I looked to the side, see my mom was watching. I, I was like, oh <laughs> hell no, nah, bro, I'm not getting my ass in front of my mom. Oh, so I started beating that thing up, bro. The whole world watching got his ass whooped on uh-huh. pay per view, bro. That kid nah. ain't even so, know. On. You 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 got one loss, nigga. That's great. Bless blessings. Bless. Be blessed, man. Don't fight that dude no more. <laughs> oh, man. Man, oh, I'm going to move on, no fellas. Just because we talk about people losing, taking L's. Soldier Boy, they saying he may have taken an L, saying Soldier Boy's net worth is allegedly in the negatives. He was being sued and forced to pay some money out, and he pretty much was saying, I don't have no money. And the judge was saying, man, sell your assets, because he got cars or whatnot. One, do you think he's broke? And two, do you think that jury is real or hollow? That's a joke, but seriously, man, what so, y'all thinking? So nah. you are the first rapper to be in the negative, huh? Mm-hmm. He, ain't the, he ain't the first. He ain't the first. He always, he always the first to do everything. He's always the first to do everything. Oh, he right, right. Wait, wait. <laughs> My bad. My bad. I missed that one. Oh, man. Uh, man. The first to get a, a negative net worth assessment. God damn. Um, speaking of net worth, you know they got me at one to five million online. Don't believe that bullshit, man. Oh, nah. I swear, you look up Leon Frierson net worth. They got some bullshit up there, one to five. I think they had Soldier at what twenty. They had Soldier about twenty, no, like fifty, didn't they? 
But uh, we gonna yeah. talk when this is over. I need an investment. You balling <laughs> like that, man? Big facts. <laughs> no, nah, but they be bullshit. It's just funny because they had they had him clocked at between twenty and fifty, and then when the judge broke it down, they said he had six hundred in cars, he had eighteen thousand in jewelry, and he owed rent basically. That oh no, he said he had <laughs> he had fifty thousand in stocks. He had fifty thousand in stocks. But I thought that was really telling though that they he has a rent that he's still paying rent in his house in LA for twenty five thousand a month. I swore I could have swore Soldier owned that house. He been oh, in that man. house for so long. And he's well, think still about what you just shit. said though. If the rent is twenty five thousand, it's like how much money would it have cost to buy it, and when would he have had that money to actually buy it outright? Oh my right, man. god! I mean, he could have bought something though. Oh no, he yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. has houses somewhere. I'm just feeling maybe that one, but he I'm sure he has houses somewhere, you know, Mississippi Lynn. Like if you don't got not one house, yeah, you you dragging it. Well, I don't know. I mean, they didn't based on what the judge said, they kind of broke down his assets and there was no real estate there. Now it could be under a corporation, so it could be under a different name or a different entity. He would be smart to uh, separate his regular income right from his uh, assets. So I think I'm, I'm, you know, I'm hoping soldiers doing that, but in general, soldier just got to grow up, man. He got to grow up and, and stop because he, he went out and flexed and bought a Lambo. At least he said he did. I believe he rented a Lambo for his birthday and said <laughs> that he bought a new Lambo. But, I mean, at some point, he's been an internet star all his life. You got to stop doing it for the gram, my brother. Like, right, right. Come on, man. Let's, let's get our finances in order. Let's get our stuff together. Pay the lady. He didn't choked out or something, 400000 whatever. Just go ahead and get that off. And then he talking about he got... 30 shows, 100,000 each. Ain't nobody paying no 100,000 for Soldier. That's a damn lie. Um, no, but shout out. That is not happening. <laughs> he said that shit, though. I don't know if you guys said it. He said he had 30 shows lined yeah, up, 100,000 a night. <laughs> if that's the case, I'm going to just start getting on my live and just start lying. Yeah. Thanks. Man, man we might as well. Everybody already do it. I'm getting exactly. fifty thousand a show to do comedy. You come to the shows, it's ten. Like, it's kind of hard to believe. Yeah. Wait, wait. Before and then, uh, I don't know if you saw. They pulled up on Adam Twenty Two's uh, Lambo, that green Lambo that he said he gave Lena or whatever. That shit was fake. I don't know. Oh, no, no. He right? said it was fake. He came out and said it was fake. He oh, was like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he so. said it was fake. Yeah, he was like, it was a publicity stunt. Everybody was going crazy over it, and then it kind of bought into the narrative. I just let my wife get, you know what I mean? Palm so I time. Her, man, he, yeah. he is the king of the narrative. I'll give him that. Yeah, man. People will do yeah, He came out the wound writing man. stories. Facts. But uh, y'all think Soldier broke? Like, he dead broke? Or he like, Kind of I like think he's 50 broke. cent broke, honestly, where it's like yeah. I'm broke on paper to get away from this because Soldier Boy Strike yeah. Me is the type where he don't want to have to pay over this, that, and the third. Well, a lot of these rappers are because they know that a lot of these people that are suing them, they can't afford to just, you know, go through legislation for months and months on end. They need to get their settlements. So I think this probably could be one of those cases. I hope for his sake because, yeah, you was just too big of a star. We was, you know, making you money for every YouTube comment once upon a time. Like, you better not be broke. Does he does he own his publishing? I mean, if he owns his publishing, he can sell his publishing for money. Man, you know that's assuming it's worth anything. No disrespect, but it's like unless that is going to be replayed in video games, you y'all ain't never turning on Soldier Boy when y'all get home from work. And if y'all say y'all are, I don't believe you. Hey, y'all, you in the car? Hey, put that Soldier Boy on. (laughs) Which one? Booty meat, bro. Booty meat. Like, what? No, like, that's not the it. wave right now. It's just not. Black people don't own their publishing Triborough, man. Come on. Well, some of them some of them do. Little Wayne sold his publishing. You say he sold it? Yeah, he sold his publishing for money. 
But again, Lil Wayne's publishing is worth something. I feel like that's like asking the underground rapper, "Huh, you on your publishing?" He like, "Yeah, I own it." And you ask him what it's worth, and it's negative. He go to give it to somebody, he owe money. Like you know what I mean? It's like no, <laughs> it got to be worth something. <laughs> you own hundred percent of nothing, sir. Oh, <laughs> All right, so uh, the question: Would you take three hundred in EBT or dinner with Soldier? Y'all saw that shit online. <laughs> I'll take dinner with Soldier Paul. They, I'm they be honest with you. Wrong. I'm not going to dinner with none of these niggas, man. Give me my money. <laughs> you taking the EBT? Give me the, the money. Man, I'm, you know I'm why? Because I'm about to make some platters with this 300. I'm, I'm about Clip to Because pla- I just feel like the, I don't know what Soldier Boy was going to tell me in that, in that dinner, but realistically, anything you could tell me in that dinner is not about to change my life. We're going to need to do something. And if there ain't no money involved, like I said, I could usually pop with these stands for now and figure out the rest later. Damn. Yeah. I mean, shout out Soldier Boy, man. Stop screaming into your phones, too. Bro. Oh, yeah. His his eyebrows be looking crazy. <laughs> he be spitting like FYBJ Main. It be a few of these new, you know, Instagram live. Now. I'm like, yeah, y'all spitting all on y'all phone. I see it. Y'all need Nobody an umbrella. make me that mad to why I start screaming into my phone. Hey, I love that. So, hey, when Soldier go on his uh, media runs, though, man, he's something special, man. Just keep, just stay in the, in the news for something positive and something funny, man. You a funny guy, Soldier. Stay in the lane, man. Like when you was on, the, when he had that damn Gucci headband on uh, Breakfast Club. <laughs> God damn, he looked like Trey? he had a dickhead when he was up there. Like your head was just mad long. Like that's like this, this he had dickhead. that same fucking headband on for two weeks and about 20 videos that shit was comedy that's why i was sagging like that you know it's like wearing a wife beater all day you see somebody like man why, is, <laughs> why the neck catch his belly button damn uh, but i will say on, this man. fellas as wild as soldier boy is some people would argue that you know it's really on the fan side and speaking of cardi b i know y'all heard about her you know what i mean throwing the microphone at the fan after throwing water or lick on her but now they're saying that cardi may have been facing charges and that mic is getting auctioned off and it raises the question too are fans going too far you know we've been talking about all these other you know artists getting hit with microphones different things like that yeah what what's really acceptable for a fan at these shows well, well first of all fans been going too far like right. selena got killed by an obsessed fan yeah right but this one comes with being a superstar, dog. I'm, I'm like, bro, people I understand, like, you want to be this big superstar, yeah, cool. It's pros, but it's cons. It's pros and cons to everything. Dog, when you become a superstar, you give up all that normal shit. Meaning when somebody throws something at you or on you, you just got to eat it. It's and you got security, bad. too, though. You got yeah, security, you too. Yeah, job. Yeah, is it fair? Is it fucked up? Yes, but you're not a normal person no more. So unfortunately, you gotta eat that shit. And like these the boys said, let just a kid do their fucking job. Right. I agree. I and and wait, we can't sit here and pretend like water is the same as a microphone, especially like in hundred degree degree weather. Like you kind of doing me a favor by splashing me with some water, so thank you. And you like to turn around and hit somebody with a mic, like that's yeah, a that deadly weapon. Like, that's that a deadly weapon right four, there. Four, five, thirty <laughs> flips before you hit the girl, man. And then look, I don't know if you guys seen the clips that are right before this. Cardi was asking audience members to put water on her. 
So she was yeah, telling him, that. splash me with water. I think she was twerking, though, at that time, right? So it was part of the show. Obviously, this person missed that part and wanted to partake, or she was just being an asshole. I don't know. But for you to already be getting splashed with water three minutes before, and then for you to, like, throw a microphone at somebody, I think that's a little, she a little, she wilding for that. You got to have a little bit more restraint, a little bit more tact. I mean, just that's take it to point. the back. Yeah, just get their ass beat in the back like they, like they used to do back in the day. Come on. <laughs> And that's what kills me is so many people justify and verify. I think that's the problem with people with that because y'all toxic and poor, y'all like, yeah, this is cool. But it's like when you worth what Cardi is and you got hundreds of millions of people following you on, you know, different social media platforms and whatnot, the bigger powers to be is not about to let you even get away with something like this. They look like there are too many kids that think they are you for you be throwing mics in the fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it, ain't, it ain't going down this way. Look at Travis. It's like same thing. Like people don't realize some of these people. Once you make them a certain level of star, that's kind of why the, you know the public start to hate them because the bigger they are, the more you know microscopic things are. The more they got to be, you know, that, better role model. It's that third. Look at Kanye. That normal shit over, man. That you can't exactly. go to Whole Foods or Target no more. I'm sorry. Or you can, if you want, just give up all the fame and money and shit. But That's it can't work both do. ways. As long as you're famous, you can't do the same stuff as the regular people because if you do it too much, they're going to think they you. Right. But I mean, exactly. if, if you're Cardi B, who, like, if, so you mean to tell me if you're like a high profile celebrity, you can't go to the supermarket? I mean, with, not with Cardi B, not with 160 some million Instagram and Twitter followers. I'm Cardi not, B, no. You do, do you think, want to I, try, I'm, a, I'm not. I'm going to give you an example. I, I met Will, Will and Jada. And their kids at a comic book store, and they and and in the comic book store they didn't have a whole bunch of security with them. They were shopping as a normal family. So you mean to tell me they uh, celebrity can't do that in this day and age? No. But look at what you said—a comic book store. I feel like that's a little more obscure as opposed to Whole Foods or you know what I mean, a place where most people already go. Most people, especially depending on the year you went, some people's not even going in store to buy comic books no more. Right. And then yeah, I mean. No. And then Cardi, I mean, we're not going to say that Will and Jada aren't polarizing, but Cardi is extremely polarizing. And so she's the type of person, somebody might just say something to her just and off the jump. And she know, yeah, she going to go crazy. So somebody like her with her personality, she's going to have to be guarded regardless. Whereas I think, uh, well, uh, Will Smith is definitely proving me my whole point wrong right now because he just slapped the hell out of Chris Rock. But um, <laughs> typically they are not... They're not the company, uh, the type of family or the type of people that would just, you know, fly off the ledge the way Cardi will. So she she really, you know, I mean, she's going to have some growing pains. I thought she already went through a lot of those growing pains. Uh, hopefully this doesn't hit her too hard. But at the same time, she just got all that money from Tasha K. She got it. What money? Tasha K is about to sell her ass. She ain't got nothing. <laughs> she got a promise to pay. She got an IOU. She can pass. Her promise to pay is going to be on her tombstone. Like she not paying this in this her lifetime. Tombstone gonna say, her tombstone gonna say, "I ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got it, dog." Look, like he said, she should have been going been through this growing pain shit already. Man, she been a star for a good decent amount of time now, dog. You, but you not gonna find Beyonce and Trader Joe's. You just not. I don't even think they probably had Beyonce and Jay Z probably even have phones in their names. Yeah, but you but can't. look, this Real. is 
But this is at a show, so now that could even be different if somebody try you in public and you have to get down or whatever. But you had a show at you being a spectacle in front of your your entire fan base, in front of the entire world when it comes to social media. And then on top of this, we heard, I don't know if you guys saw, she did this the night before. Her DJ cut her music off. She mm -hmm. threw the mic at the DJ the night before at some club. So this is obviously her thing, you know, just tossing mics and <laughs> like, like it's, like it's nothing, like. If I'm the DJ and I catch that bitch and throw it back, then I'm a savage. Oh, you fired. <laughs> you savage. I'm a savage. Yeah, now you, you definitely savage, but you 100% fired. You threw a whole mic at me. And <laughs> I, all I did was do the same thing, but I'm a monster. Okay. All right. That's how they going to paint it. You know how that goes. Facts. Facts. I mean, any Cardi, man, you a star, man. Come on, dog. You got, you got it. I'm sorry. That, that's fucked up what, they, what she did, but that come with being a superstar, man. This could also be, I mean, I'm not going to put this on them, but this could all just be a big publicity stunt as well. I mean, throwing mics at people is no laughing matter, but, I mean, we've seen crazier publicity stunts and promotional runs, and then it seemed like her and uh, Offset got an album and videos coming out and shit. Like, they are definitely ramping up the, 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 the media and stuff coming out, so... Um, you never know. This she might be, be that crazy. She might be, be that crazy. Boy. What's the craziest fan interaction you ever had that you could say? Uh, I mean, I didn't have. For, when I was a kid, you know, girls would just hug and kiss on you and weird. Like I would have older girls that was hitting on me, and I was like ten. <laughs> I didn't know what Monsters. the hell to do. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what right. to do with a fifteen year old. But like. Um, most of my crazy interactions have been online. People are strange online, bro. So I just try yeah, to stay away, are. especially on Facebook. So people just be <laughs> asking for your address and weird shit. Like, nah, <laughs> asking for your address. Yeah, straight up. I just need an autograph. Um, I want to send you a picture. Like, nah, I can send you a picture. Like, what the? I'm yeah, good. <laughs> I want to give you my address. Uh, one girl DM me and just said hi. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, okay. How what? Yeah, like that's what do you want? Like no, uh, uh, eighty nine thousand five. Oh, okay. Uh, I see that you like, but that's what's up. What? What do you want? <laughs> like people all weird online, bro. What's the weirdest fan interaction y'all had tried, uh, man, or seen? Real quick. Um, I was I left a comment on another rapper's <laughs> page, another rapper's page, and and a female saw it. And and hit me up and she know the dude and she put me on the she she put me on the phone with the dude like on a three way call but he didn't know and she she we actually hooked up because, all all because I left a comment on the dude page oh wow and she and she's a and she's a cop so yeah man Jigolo <laughs> underscore Jigolo I see you <laughs> all right player player I'm about to say mine actually was completely different than y'all's I was working at Enterprise at the time. And it was a white guy who came in and I didn't really pay attention to the way he was looking at me. And the reason he was because he recognized me and come to find out his daughter watched on my videos. And at the time I had just started doing a listen up like with the pop. And um, he did that. I forget how we got to the part. I was looking like, man, I'll be damned. If this, you know what I mean, this guy really know me. And it was just wild because I promise you, he definitely looked like he would have lynched me. But after that, the conversation <laughs> was good. I sold him coverage. That was probably my most interesting story because I wasn't even that popular in my head. And I was like, he really recognized me. That's Who's so your daughter? Somebody always watching, man. That's man. what's up. That's what's up, bro. That's dope, actually, dog. 
But yeah, I, I, I get uncomfortable when I see fans be too fanish towards people or, or celebrities. Like, it's uncomfortable for me to watch. Like, I went to a, a show one time. I forgot what show. I think it was a Bad Boy uh, tour reunion. Yeah. And, bro, this girl was so crazy about Puff, but it was uncomfortable to watch. And you could say he was uncomfortable. I'm like, all right, sweetheart. Golly, man. You know, I don't, go. I don't even want to be here now. Like, uh, it's how to be obsessed with another person that much and that much is unhealthy to me. You know what right. I'm saying? I like the artist. I love music, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck about the person personally. Well, that's a strip. I, that's a that's a bad way to say that. I care about them as a person, a human being. I hope wishing the best, but I'm not concerned about what they're doing in their personal life, what they got going on. I just listen to the art. I'm not obsessed with anybody, and that's the problem. Fans be too obsessed with people, and they and they feel like they own you, and it, it's a it's a, a sense of entitlement that needs to stop and gonna help you, at least to me. I agree. I think unless it's something like where they are a killer or rapist or something that literally just goes against, you know, human nature and what we're trying to, to me, for the most part, I think their lives really don't matter. And like you said, because of the way people are just so nosy and just used to being able to just see somebody's life as an open book. Yeah, once they feel like they know something or people are just run with narratives like Libra, I'm about to say, I'm sure over the years, people have probably made up some wild story. This probably a girl your age now, you know what I mean, who has this wild story she done believed about you the past 20 years. It's not even true. So. Weird, weird shit. People oh, yeah. fucking weird. Uh, they put all kind of uh, executive producer bodies on me on Twitter, bro. Don't, don't, don't Google my name. Oh. Don't search. Yeah, <laughs> they said. Well, I had this character Billy Fuko. They said, they said Leon was getting Billy fucked and on all that. I was like, what, nigga? Oh, hell nah. <laughs> hell, they hell did, they nah. did me wrong. Hey, I just wanted to know, oh, just man. for the record, it ain't true. But I'm gonna be part of a documentary that we're gonna be exposing a little bit. So just uh, stay tuned for that. Oh, I'm tuning in. Yeah. Looper no, tuning. Let me get my popcorn and nacho. <laughs> yes, sir. What? Yeah, just wait till I'm the end of the in. year. End of the year is gonna be a little sum, but uh, yeah, to be uh, to be determined and explained. Yeah, <laughs> can't say too much right now. I mean, well, like y'all hey. all said. We all, you know, whether it's different levels of fame and whatnot, we've all seen some crazy fans. You know, you just hope people start to understand that you got to separate the art from the artist and yeah, even people as far as Cardi, like I said, grow up, you know, understand, you know, where it's really at. Cause yeah, this can't go on forever. If you're going to be this, it's like with great power comes great responsibility type thing. Facts. Right. And, and as we continue to grow and, and climb podcast rankings, any celebrities that who listen to this podcast, just know if I walk in the room and you there, I don't give a fuck. And if I see, <laughs> Lee Boy, Matt, and Tribor in the room, and you're there. I'm gonna go, yo, I'm gonna go holler at the gang. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> you that much. So don't wow. you don't gotta worry about me. And that's uh, that's my ego talking. But hey, it's, that's what this is a podcast, and I'm supposed to be entertaining. So it is what it is. Fellas, tell them all your socials, what you got coming up, all that good stuff. <laughs> um, hit me up on Instagram, Tribor underscore Gigolo. Um, subscribe to my podcast, Danny Rap Podcast. I'm doing a live stream on Saturday night after the um, SummerSlam 2023. I'm going to be reviewing that whole pay-per-view, so catch me. Hey. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Find me at Lee Boy TV. I just went out to the Cowboys training camp and put up a little music video and a recap. Go check that out at Lee Boy TV. Also on YouTube. Actually, it's youtube.com slash slap Lee Boy if you want to find the actual uh, URL. But you could always just search uh, Lee Boy TV. Also, Indie 1015. My first uh, radio show is going to be coming out on August 8th. Uh, all the all the indie artists. Uh, please send me your music at um, <clears throat> LeeBoySlap at iCloud.com. Uh, that's it. At LeeBoy TV, everything. Let's go. Dope, dope. Y'all can find me as usual. Y'all at Real Matt Corbin on all platforms. Uh, definitely got some content coming to the YouTube space. And then you know, just pretty much look out for all the other things I'm doing as far as news videos. Nothing in particular planned for now, but you never know. Might have an announcement coming soon. Fingers crossed. Oh, man, you can follow me. If you want or not on social media on Instagram at Jamar Jones with Jermaine Adams. But most importantly, follow us on Instagram at 80s, 90s, and 2005. Same on Thread, same on TikTok, same on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Wherever you listen to the spot, this podcast, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, hit the like button, give us a five star rating, comment, share. That helps the podcast grow. You know what I'm saying? So if you rock with us, please do that, man. Support us. Rock with your boys, man. We 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 here for y'all consistently every week and always. Brothers, I want to appreciate much. I know I appreciate y'all for holding down with me every week as we continue to climb, man, for real. Yeah. Is there no problem. This is 80s, 90s, about the podcast. I am Jamal. I'm Burrow. Lee Boy. Matt Corbin. And we out. Peace.